6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, you might have needed some cooling on Friday. Today you need the heating. The weather has been wild over the past few days. Jesse Byers, a chief meteorologist at Global Edmonton, joining us this afternoon. Hey, Jesse, it's been a while. I was just going to say, it's been some time. <laughs> the only talk when the weather is doing weird things, and maybe it's been a long time based on that. Well, weird is right. What was it? Uh, depending on where you were, 20, 21, 22, 23 degrees Friday afternoon? Yeah, and from 23 Friday afternoon, which is close to the record high for today, uh, we were as low as around plus three by the next morning. (laughs) So a pretty big dip in temperature, and that occurred quite rapidly. I'm sure we were all thinking, oh, my gosh, this plus seven to plus eight is frigid until we got to about (laughs) minus 10 this morning. And then the tables have turned slightly. And this is, uh, I mean, it's not record-breaking. I mean, back in 1940 for today, the record low was minus 20. So, you know, not too bad at around minus 9. Average low for this time of year around zero. Average daytime high plus 11 for this day. So the minus three, noticeably colder than those numbers. But again, it's pretty far from record-breaking on both sides of the spectrum, high and low. And it looks like it'll be substantially cooler over the next few days, comparing that to what we saw as people were getting lulled into that false sense of spring and summer. It's like Turned the corner, winter. It's on its way. It's here to stay. <laughs> no, this is that's fool spring, yep. I think they call it. Fool spring is right, and I think that was it. I think all of us were finally thinking, okay, we can put our little patio furniture. We can go out and start enjoying things. But, yeah, chilly right well, through. Well, I'm sure you did, and you could. No, uh, no. My, my husband actually said, "Let's put it." I said, "No," <laughs> I said, "Because first off, the pillows are going to be blown all over the yard, um, right. and you know, because we're picking up stuff from our neighbors' yards already in our in our yard." And I said, "No, we can just wait, and it might snow." <laughs> They're good right, stories. Yeah, and there was there was some flurries, but uh, nothing really stacked uh-huh. up in the way of uh, accumulation. And that, that should be the case this evening, too, although okay. there is snow in the forecast. It'll be more, you know, lingering in the air. I'd be surprised if we had more than just a light skiff of snow on the ground by the start of the day tomorrow, just based on the fact that, you know, we might have temperatures cold enough on the roadways and on the grassy yeah. areas that you could see some accumulation. But I am really not confident in seeing more than just snowflakes in the sky and it doesn't look like we'll be having a white surface anytime soon well i I think that a lot of us are just really fed up with the wind i mean some of those wind gusts over the weekend were unreal I mean, this is this is the windiest time of the year. I, I, I think April and May are windiest months that we see all year, and that has to do with the the change in pressure. That's what causes the wind. And at this time of year, we have temperatures warm enough south of the border and towards the southwest that it can be quite warm. If we tap into that upper ridge in the jet stream, we you know we saw on Friday we were in the low 20s. But at the same time, we have daytime highs across parts of the northern territories in the minus 10 to minus 20 yeah. range. So it's depending on what side of that front you're on. The good news is the sun angle is is getting higher as we're heading further into spring. And now that we've taken care of much of that snowpack, we're actually seeing a lot more warming. And and I know a lot of people say, yeah, it didn't feel that bad today. 
we take the observed temperature from the Blatchford Station yep. in downtown Edmonton, which is set up for all the parameters to give us an official daytime high. My car, and, I, and I'm such a hypocrite for doing this because I do not like it when people are like, well, in my car, it said it was 28 this afternoon, and you said it was 21 on the news. But today, my car was reading plus four, and that was in a parking lot, you know, the sun high enough yeah. angle, absorbing all those rays on the blacktop parking lot. So there was a varied temperature range across the city. It was colder than usual. You'll feel that bite in that northerly flow of wind. Wind chill values are factored in. I'm trying to find as many positives as I can because <laughs> I, the, the, the first above zero daytime high I have in my forecast is Friday. Yeah. And that's being generous at plus two. And then we have about five to ten through Saturday and Sunday. Uh. And then it looks like Monday could be close to zero with more snow. Uh. And it looks like as of right now, I mean, we're talking about two to four centimeters which is possible but it's a whole week away so i'm not putting too much weight into it as of now but i would be uh cautiously optimistic as we look forward into the long-range forecasts, there are still a few more speed bumps likely to come our way before we officially turn that corner and have more consistent, you know, double-digit plus-side highs moving further into spring and early summer. Okay, well, before I let you go, talk about speed bumps. If you're traveling, what, into was it Saskatchewan and Manitoba, oh. they're calling for, what, 50 centimeters of snow? I've seen as high as 80. Oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, and that'll be coupled with wind gusts closer to pff, 70 to 90. I mean, we're we're going into historic number. I mean, we're starting to compare this to 97. Yeah. When we had one of the the worst, you know, winter slash spring storms, and I mean, at this time of year, you, you start getting you know a lot of moisture because yeah. you have the temperatures warm enough to move that in. Also, in that area, you're dealing with a little bit of a different setup geographically than what we have here. We get Pacific moisture, but you can tap into a lot of moisture off of southern Ontario and even from parts of the southeastern U.S. moving oh. into that region of the country. And, and when we have temperatures like this, I mean, this is you know highly contrasting air masses with highly contrasting moisture levels and that change in pressure is, is going to be substantial this looks nasty i mean if if you do not have to be in southern manitoba or northern ontario and even southern saskatchewan uh through the middle of this week i, I would start planning to not as if you needed a better excuse all right well you know what jesse i'm from saskatchewan so i can make jokes like that don't write in don't yeah. call me well here's the thing i lived in saskatchewan <laughs> and northern ontario for the better part of my life so there we can make jokes yes. about it all right my friend yeah. so the next time I talk to you, it'll be scorching hot, and uh, we'll be talking about the heat and uh, you know, or rain, something like that. Okay. Sure. So I'll talk to you in about July or <laughs> <Okay>. August, maybe. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jesse. We'll be in the next two weeks. I'll assure you that. <laughs> thanks, pal. So, yeah. Yeah, you betcha, Jesse Byer, chief meteorologist at Global Edmonton.